and today's verse the first created being we will discuss about lord brahma who is the first created being so this is seventh canto ninth chapter text number 35 उटर was struck with wonder thus he took shelter of the lotus flower and when he had been purified under after undergoing severe austerities for many hundreds of years he could see that the causes of all causes that the cause of all causes the supreme personality of godhead was spread throughout his own body and senses just as aroma although very subtle is perceived in the earth and next verse is telling lord brahma could then see you possessing thousands and thousands of faces feet heads hands thighs noses ears and eyes you are very nicely dressed being decorated and bedecked with varieties of ornaments and weapons seeing you in the form of lord vishnu your symptoms and your form being transcendental your legs extending from lower planets lord brahma as you transcendental bliss so basically prahlad maharaj is now explaining these two verses that how lord brahma when he appeared he was you uh, appeared not as a just like a not ordinary child take birth it doesn't appear like that he took birth from garbhodakshay vishnu uh, and that to that to not uh, with the help of any mother atmanyani means he he took birth simply with the from garbhodakshay uh, vishnu there was nothing requirement of any other person and how what he lord brahma when he did tapasya and he saw lord vishnu what what was his realization what he saw that has mentioned here in these two verses so yes now these two verses we have discussed what lord lord brahma did and what actually he saw after doing tapasya so when we talk about knowledge there are many many fields of knowledge there are many many uh, spheres of activities we do in this material world and we try to gain knowledge from many many sources and many many kinds of knowledges are there that we have material knowledge spiritual knowledge in material knowledge also there are many many fields of activities fields of knowledges but broadly speaking we can classify there can be many classification but uh, we can classify as per today's understanding is there are three kind of three kinds of facts or three kinds of knowledge whatever we can tell one kind of knowledge or facts are which we know just like for example today i know i have a watch today i know i have a laptop today i know something about this lap uh, this laptop this mobile today i know who is my father who is my mother some bit of things which i know i have understanding about it and uh, i can based on that knowledge i can act that is one kind of knowledge that we have another kind of knowledge or under under kind of understanding is that i have knowledge but i don't have proper knowledge or maybe i i have some uh, knowledge which is not sufficient for example now today i don't i may not know everything about this uh, mobile phone how it is working and everything but i know some bit of this knowledge 
so one kind of knowledge where i know everything about some particular thing where i or another kind of knowledge is where i know some bit about something or maybe i don't know at all but i know that this something kind some something kind kind this is existing for example i know there is something called as uh mass planet but i don't know anything about that particular thing or may, there may i know something about let's say car but i may not know anything about car so in that case where i have i am no i have knowledge of something but i don't know much about that particular thing i can gain this knowledge from some external sources for example today i want to know about this mobile so i can search something on internet i can search about this mobile phone how it is working and who is the manufacturer and everything and i can gain knowledge so there some if i don't know some about something and i know that i don't know then i can gain some knowledge today i know this is a mobile phone and i don't know about that mobile phone i can go and take knowledge about that mobile phone so this is second kind of knowledge re krishna am i audible sorry there are some interruptions in between yes so i i had i did not have proper knowledge so i just checked what is happening <clears throat> so yes now there is one more kind of knowledge so first is what i have knowledge i know about that thing also second thing is i knowledge i don't know about that particular thing but i can gain knowledge about that thing from some particular sources and outside but there is one more kind of knowledge that i don't know that i don't know about that knowledge there are some things like that i don't know that i don't know for example now many of the people uh, in this world they don't have any knowledge and they don't know about also this that there is something beyond life exists for them this is the only life and they don't believe also they don't bother also so they don't know that they don't know about other life or next life so beyond our conception of understanding just like in this material world also there are many many things today that we don't know that we don't know that's why many many uh, things are coming up we, we see many new discoveries are happening some some they are finding out some new species and recently they found out some very dense densely uh, dense uh, forest in somewhere in china so there are these kind of things are also there is material world that we even don't know what is this knowledge and everything and uh, although we try to understand everything but the fact is that we cannot understand everything even in this material world also what to speak about speak about any other thing so this knowledge of transcendental knowledge something like that that we actually are not aware of this all these things and we don't know also that we are not aware so when we talk about this planetary system and we talk about that how lord did lord 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 brahma he takes birth and how he activities what is the life span and everything sometimes people call it as mythology sometimes they don't believe it sometimes they think of maybe somebody has written but how sense it is important why 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 it is important for us but it is not like that whatever is mentioned in the scriptures is definitely important and relevant for all of us it is just that we need to understand in proper spirit and proper sources so knowledge about uh, transcendental knowledge is like that that we have to properly approach authority then only we can understand so now in this verse we can see 
uh, in these two verses, we talked about Lord Brahma, he is taking birth. And how this, how he has taken, taken birth, he is called as, he is taken by birth from, uh, from the navel of Lord Vishnu, Barbodaksha Vishnu. Now again, some people have problem. How is it possible the Lord can take, give birth from navel and he is a male. How male can give birth and all these things. That's, that is a meaning of transcendental. That's why we call as we don't know that we don't know. How this world is working, we don't know. We can give, we can give some possible answers. Okay, this may happen. Why this is happening like this is happening. But ultimately, nobody can give a proper answer how this material is working. And sometimes when people say God is present everywhere, God is, God is omnipresent or God is Omni, omniscient, he knows everything. So actually we don't know how much powerful God is. Prabhupada says when we say God is powerful, we don't know how powerful actually he is. That's why we don't believe all these statements. It is mentioned, Andantarastha Parmano Chayantarastha Govindamadi Purusham Tamahabhajami in Brahma Saita. So Brahmaji himself, what we are understanding about Lord Brahma today. So he is the first created brain. And as we understand, we generally read from our current understanding that you know, our ancestors were less intelligent, they did not have any knowledge, and they were uh, no, they did not have any language, and they were simply uh, no, they don't have any clothing to wear, they were naked initially. But if you read with Vedas, Vedas say the first created being was Lord Brahma, and he was the most intelligent person. He is the most intelligent person because he's created the entire universe. So there's a difference. So how to how to perceive it? Because the knowledge what we are understanding is is unchangeable knowledge. It is coming coming down from the time immemorial. There is no change in that. But the knowledge, other knowledge may get changed also, and we are seeing also getting changed. Sometimes we see that earth is earth, the life of earth is this. Then after some time we will see no earth, the life of earth is actually far 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 more than what we have till now conceived. So that's why the knowledge is changing. But this knowledge is not changing. This mentioned Lord Brahma is the first created being and he is the most intelligent person. And when God is omnipresent, he is omniscient and he can do anything. That's why it's mentioned Angani as Sakalin Manti. He can do any activity from his any other part, any other senses. For example, he can see from his legs also, he can eat from his uh, uh, ears also. That is possible. So when it's possible for the Lord, because he's omnipresent, why is not possible for him to give birth to Lord Brahma? without having need of any other person. So when we talk about God is great, Prabhupada says we don't know actually how great he is. So when we hear all these statements, we get sometimes bewildered how is it possible. So that is the meaning of transcendental. And that is the meaning of our limitation. The Prabhupada gives examples of ant. Suppose, suppose somebody asks and that there is a human being, he lives for 100 years and this he is living like this, his age is like this, his hands are like this. So ant may not be able to understand. But there are living entities, human beings are there. Similarly, when we talk about Mahavishnu, we talk about Brahma, his age is like this, his uh, lifespan is like that. We don't believe. Because again, we compare everything from our limited senses. This is the first thing we should understand that we are not perfect and we cannot understand everything. When the person understands this thing, then he can actually, he'll be able to understand the spiritual knowledge. Otherwise, everything we will judge with our minute and tiny intelligence. So this is Brahma's, let's talk about Brahma's life. Now again, some people will think, how is it possible to do? This is in Bhagavad Gita. So Bhagavad Gita also talks about Lord Brahma. What is the position of Lord Brahma? What is his lifespan? So it is mentioned, Sahasyuga Parayantam Arhadyat Brahmano Vidu 
ratrim yuga sahasrantam tehor ratra vidojana by human calculation a thou thousand ages taken together is the duration of brahma's one day and such also is the duration of his night now this is something which is again bewildering how can someone can live for these many years so you will understand what does this is verse means what is the meaning of thousand ages and everything we will discuss that so as we understand there are four ages satyug tretayug dwaparan karyug and 432000 year is the duration of karyuga which we are being right now and dwaparyug was double of kalyug and tretayug is thrice and ultimately satyug is four times of kalyuga and if you total if you to a sum up of all these years it will come around 43 lakhs of years so this 43 lakhs of years is called as one cycle of chaturyuga so like that you do thousands of cycle that means 43 lakhs into 1000 that will be 12 hours of brahma that is if we can say we can say one day of brahma one day means 12 hours of brahma and like that likewise brahma has 12 hours of night also so now you can imagine what will be the life of brahma <laughs> we cannot even imagine what is the life span of brahma so barubha probad writes by this calculation the life of brahma seems fantastic and interminable but from the view point of eternity it is as brief as a lightning flash in the causal ocean there are innumerable brahmas rising and disappearing like bubbles in the atlantic brahma and his creation are all part of material universe and therefore they are in the constant flux now it looks very uh, imaginable kind of thing how can a person live like this? but it's a fact the scriptures are telling that this is a life span of brahma and this is also nothing this life span of brahma what is there this is nothing in turn, when we compare it to life of mahavishnu parvodaksha So we'll see a video now, and this video is uh, on the all the sir. We'll be seeing for just two minutes, and whatever I have told, uh, we will see in the video format that how what is life of Brahma, and we will continue further. Let's see from Hindu scriptures, especially what Bhagavata Purana and Vishnu Purana say for the age of the universe. Well, currently we are in 2019, 21st century, that is the first quarter of the Kali Yuga as per the scriptures. The span of Kali Yuga is 4,32,000 years. Before this Yuga, there was Dwapara Yuga, Treta Yuga, and Satya Yuga. Lord Krishna leaving the earth. and returning to vaikuntha is considered as the end of dwapara yuga and the commencement of kali yuga and that year is commonly believed as 3102 bce by summing up we are just 5121 years running in kali yuga which means there are 427000 years more to mark the end of kali and the occurrence of which lord vishnu would incarnate as kalki to destroy the evil and reestablish dharma as per bhagavatam Dharma would get restored and Satya Yuga would start again but that would not mark the end of the universe 
the complete destruction mahapralaya and recreation of the universe srishti would happen only after 100 years of brahma gets completed but the time frame of brahma that is devas are different from that of humans let's find the equivalent human years according to solar calendar corresponding to the life of brahma which in turn denotes the life of the universe we will start from the yuga the span of kali yuga is 432000 years that of dwapara yuga is twice the span of kali 864000 years of treta is thrice the kali amounting to 1296000 while satya is four times making it 1728000 these four yugas together is called as one chatur yuga or one mahayuga summing up these we get 4.32 million human years and similarly thousand such chaturyagas is called as one kalpa which is 4.32 billion human years you know what this makes just one day of brahma <laughs> his one night is another kalpa so two kalpas make his one full day similarly his one year and similarly his 100 years that will mark the end of brahma or rather end of his tenure paving way for another brahma to take over his job and this is when the entire universe would get destroyed and recreated so the life or tenure of brahma would be 4.32 into 2 into 360 roughly 311 trillion human years so lifespan of brahma is 3 development trillion years so we can just use our calculator whatever kind of calculator we have and just try to understand what will be the life of brahma so all these things has are there to mention not to scare us not to uh, uh, just like the imagination something like that no these are the things to make us understand how tiny we are how much tiny we are what is our position when we talk about brahma this is the position of brahma but even then brahma also has to die one day this we have to understand so although he is living for 311 trillion years but we cannot say he is immortal is is mortal ultimately he also have to die one day that means nobody is an exception here everyone has to go back he has to die and that's why it is mentioned here therefore they are in constant flux that means their constant changes are happening so that brahma also when we read this the verse what we have read today is two verses you will see brahma is also uh, although he is, has a, such a big uh, life span and everything is directly is a pure he is a devotee of the lord he is very very pious living it is still he is on so under illusion after taking but that what i have to do in this material world what i should i do now because prabhupada for example just like you are sleeping and somebody takes you away from place a to place b and totally dark you don't have any knowledge what, what which place you are in everything then definitely you will think where i am where i am what i am doing similarly that happens with brahma he is not able to understand what should i do now and he was perplexed and that is the condition of every living entity in this world in the case of brahma is fortunate that at least he is asking these questions but in our case uh, unfortunately people in this material world they don't ask even these questions the basic questions of life that who we are and why we are here what is the purpose of life but brahma is since he is a very pure soul pure living entity he asks these questions that who am i from where i am coming and then when he asks this question he has this inquisitiveness what should i do now then he gets answer from 
Vishnu. In this material, in the material universe, not even Brahma is free from the process of birth, old age, disease, and death. Brahma, however, is directly engaged in the service of the Supreme Lord in the management of this universe. Therefore, he at once attains liberation. So, although he is busy, but he is also having this birth that old age and disease. That means, as I told, nobody is an exception. So, Brahma was when he was perplexed and what should I do? And I have taken birth. What is my next duty? Then he was perplexed. And then he heard two words. It is it is mentioned in Bhagavatam. You will find in, I think, second canto. Tapa. Tapa means tapasya. So then he did tapasya. And then by doing tapasya, he was able to understand. It is mentioned, Tene Brahma Hrida Adikave. That means when he did tapasya, when he performed austerity, then knowledge was revealed to his heart. So that means very important thing is to be able to understand is how important it is to perform austerity and tapasya. It is not that it is not that a person who is has taken birth in this material without without being performing a tapasya, he can understand about himself. Even Lord Brahma is also not an exception. He also has to go undergo some austerity. And what to speak of us, those who are in this material world and don't have any even any knowledge. Brahma is very, very pure. He has direct understanding, direct communication with the Lord. What to speak of us? We don't have any understanding. And Prabhupada writes very important thing in this verse. There is very there is a very important word, which is the, the word is Ati Sukshmam. That means very, very small. So these laws of nature which are working in this material world actually very, very sukshma. Sukshma means small. Sometimes we don't understand that how these laws are working. So, but the thing is. Every action of ours is being counted and being observed. Nobody can uh, think that, okay, I have done something and nobody has seen. No, there are mentioned the scriptures, you write six canto Bhagavatam. It is mentioned. Each and every action of ours are being observed. The, it is mentioned, this, the sky is a evidence, the air is evidence, the trees are evidence. Whatever we have done, it is being observed. Uh, seen observed by so those who are Prabhupada says those who are those who are fortunate at least they will see the light of this world those who are pious but still they have sin ultimately everyone who's coming this material is sinful but at least those who are not very very sinful they will see the light of this world but those who are very very sinful they will not see even the life of this world light of this world and they will be killed in the womb itself so those who are killing Prabhupada said those who are killing uh, child within the womb they will not be able to see sun for many many years they will be also be, they will also will be killed within the womb of the mother this will be the situation of these people so it's a very very horrible situation those who are doing all these things but unfortunately they are not aware of these laws of nature but laws of nature will work on any person irrespective of his position if a person has killed someone he will has to face the consequences he cannot be an exception so Brahma, even though he's directly born of Vishnu, is not an ordinary living being. He is also a living entity like us, but very, very pious. So Brahma's position is not ordinary. Although we can see that he is also perplexed, but at the same time, he's not an ordinary living entity. When a person is very, very pious, so Brahma is actually a post. Just like, potentially speaking, all of us can become Prime Minister of India. Potentially speaking, if you want, if you have desire, you have pious credit and everything. Similarly, if you if you have desired to become a very, very powerful person and you have done very, very pious activity, you can also, a person can become Lord Brahma also. 
that is possible because he is also living entity so a person can be come to that position but he is also bewildered the thing is that brahma's post is so exalted that when there are no there are no living entities available then lord vishnu himself becomes brahma so when there is no one who can take this position of brahma lord vishnu himself takes this position of brahma so you can understand what is the position of lord brahma and is the first created being and he is not uneducated he is not uh, uncultured he is the one who knows he has created this entire universe so you can understand what is what kind of uh, mental strength he will have this material is so contaminated that even lord brahma had to purify himself by austerities for many hundred of years so brahma also performed hundreds of years of austerity not hundreds of years as for our our earthly planet no at hundreds of years of brahma that means many many years he has performed celestials and celestial years not earthly years so it is so contained that this material world is very very sinful and there are specifically speaking there are four pillars of sinful activities it is mentioned in bhagavata there are four pillars of sinful activities which we can see this like one boy he recently went to canada one of our boy staying in pogradency so you told prabhu or all four sinful activities what we discuss here very nicely very in very packaged way in a very systematic way they are breaking in in western countries so uh, the four pillars of sinful activities as we discussed this meat eating and gambling intoxication and illicit sex it is very easily available even for a child also even person who is not mature 15 16 years old he can go and break all the negative principles without any uh, problem and they are being facilitated like that so these four pillars of sinful activities are there because of which till the time a person is sinful you cannot understand many times prabhupada says if you want to go into the fire you have to become like fire so if you want to become krishna you have to understand krishna you have to qualify yourself you have to become pure because krishna is supremely pure param brahma param dhamam pavitram param arjuna says krishna you are supremely pure so till that time we are pure till that time we stop committing this four sinful activities we won't be able to understand we won't have even inquisitiveness we don't have even desire to understand that's why bhagavatam says those who are meat eaters for them it is very 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 difficult to understand spirituality nivrutta tarse upi ki ye mana there is a verse in 10th canto so that's why a person has to stop this sinful activities then he will purify himself and then he will be able to qualify himself to understand yesham tantakata papam jananam punna karmana te dandu moha nirmukto bhajate mam dadvata krishna is saying those who have stopped this sinful activities antakatam papam jananam punna karmana and by how they have stopped by jananam punna karmana from many many years of sinful pious activity they stop the sinful activities they can actually we will be able to understand they will qualify themselves to understand about spiritual life otherwise that's why you see many people especially those who are doing the sinful activities they don't have any desire even to understand what to speak of coming understanding and these four things are very very prevalent in this ages you can see that's why kaliyuga is called as is a very very unfortunate age because these four things are very easily available and you can go and break and what happens and there are four principle four pillars of sinful life and 
there are four pillars of dharma also so this in four pillars dharma stands and this all these four pillars gets broken when we perform this four circle activity so first is mercy or compassion on this dharma stands then austerity then truthfulness and then cleanliness so these four pillars of dharma are there that means mercy austerity truthfulness and cleanliness all these four pillars they got broken when a person performs sinful activity so when a person is uh, is is uh, committing sinful activities of eating meat or non vegetarian he is actually breaking the pillar of mercy because when you when you are killing an animal it is you are not showing mercy on on that compassion on the animal it is cruelty on them and austerity when a perform, when a person uh, have take uh, intoxication he breaks the pillar of austerity when a person does gambling he breaks the pillar of truthfulness and when a person does illicit sex he breaks the principle of cleanliness so that's why because of this this four pillars are getting broken a person will not be able to understand the real meaning of spiritual life so now that's why it is when we talk about session sometimes people you uh, know they don't they see no we don't want to go to attend sessions or don't want to go to temple of uh, ari krishna movement or scon because anyway these people will will tell us to pray stop all these things so do i don't want to do all these things so that's why I don't even come to temple also so they don't understand that these are the most if you are if you are disease condition you have to follow some rules and regulation doctor will give you some rules and regulation till the time you don't follow you won't be able to cure yourself so if you are in that condition okay i am happy with being a patient or i i don't want to get cured then it's fine but if a person want to get out of this material world and understand his real self and understand what is the purpose of life what is the goal of life he has to perform this he has to perform austerities just like brahma ji did brahma did austerity and finally he got mercy of the lord so similarly we also have to perform austerity and fortunately in our case the austerity is not very difficult it's not very difficult that is a special mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu there is a special mercy of this age although this age is very very bad we see but still mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu is very very merciful he has given such a simple process it is not that we have to star we have to do some very very gymnastic activity no we have to simply follow the very basic principles what scripture master is is telling and scriptures are telling chaitanya mahaprabhu is given and by following this very simple instruction person will definitely come out of all sinful activity at the at the same time will develop a desire to serve lord rishabh devi says there is a very important verse in shrimad bhagavatam as i discussed in bhagavatam many many times there are very harsh words are being used and so that these these words and these verses can shake a person up and it's just try to understand what i am doing in this material world just like one person was telling he was a you know is a good position in one of the mncs very hard working person so found, finally he got fed up with the work and everything and he told i want to resign and i want to take a break so then he took break for some six months something like that and then he told that prabhu ji after taking break of six months i realized that from last two years i was in depression so i was not even having time to understand i was in depression now i would take i have taken break of two this six months now i am able to understand that actually i was in depression for last two years so person is so busy that he is not able to even realize that i am under depression so this is the condition of this today's civilization 
very very horrible civilization so much of competition unnecessary a person can live peacefully without getting so much of hard work but still because and because of this hard work person doesn't have any time to understand about himself so rishabh dev is telling very important thing is a very harsh word sometimes some people may feel little bad also by hearing this but it's a fact what is telling nayam deho deho bhajan loge kashtan kaman arhate vit pujanye tapo divyam putra ka yena satvam ट्रांसले so when we are talking about uh, labor when talking about penances we are not telling that we should not work hard but vishab deva is telling a different kind of work different kind of pleasure so today what working what kind of work whatever kind of work we are doing basically we are enjoying a pleasure which is material and which basically talks about only matter which is not permanent which is temporary and ultimately dukh yo nahi evite that pleasure material pleasure will end up in material suffering also it will give us some suffering as well so that is the nature of material pleasure and hard work what we are doing is ultimately waste because the kind of pleasure what we are getting by that hard work is not going to satisfy us at all and ultimately will be entangled in this material world now rishabh dev is telling that do not work hard for these kind of pleasures which are available to the even animals also now how we should work then we have to work the tapo divyam that we have to do tapasya and tapasya is do with divya tapasya not that material tapasya tapo divyam putra ka yena satvam shuddhe tasma brahma sokhyam tu anantam that means you have to derive you have to work for some different kind of pleasure and that pleasure is called as brahma sukh brahma sukh means transcendental bliss a pleasure which we are deriving from understanding brahman not from matter we are deriving that pleasure from brahman that is supreme so rishabh dev is telling do not work hard for this material thing but work hard for spiritual thing for spiritual pleasure for brahman sukh that is the ultimate goal of life so working hard is not denied but working hard for transcendental pleasure is is required and that's why you will see uh, we read in scriptures and mahabharata people used to perform austerities very very severe austerities they will go inside the water and then they will perform austerities when brahma ji also did that austerity inside the water many many examples we have hiranyakashipu also did austerity for many many years and he was not even breathing dhruva maharaj did lot of austerity so we can see in earlier the in uh, people in earlier times those who was to really want to understand they they wanted to come out of this bodily concept of life they used to perform big big austerities from years together not only for one year two years together they used to perform austerities now if i ask and prabhupada ask any one of us to do this kind of austerity in this kaliyuga so nobody will be uh, attending any of the session or any of the class they will see it is not possible for us and that's a fact also not possible also so that's why we are very very fortunate that chaitanya mahaprabhu has given such a very nice and simplest process that whatever person used to attain from all these things uh, from satyuga by the meditation and treta yuga by 
you know a big big performance of yagyas and proper yoga by deity worship kalautad hari kirtanat we can understand and we get everything in this age of kaliyuga simply by hari kirtan we have to perform this four equity principles we have to follow no meditating no illicit sex no gambling or no intoxication and thus we have to simply engage ourselves in service and chant the holy name of krishna as much as possible by doing this activities please understand it is a process not given by uh, some so called meditation uh, some so called current guru who is some do some mental speculation it is given by krishna himself chaitanya mahaprabhu is none other than krishna and he is giving this process that kirtaniya sadahari and krishna also telling the bhagavad gita same thing satatam kirtanyantu ma so same thing whatever instruction krishna has given same instruction given by chaitanya mahaprabhu also but for us because we cannot do any other thing very very important thing is to follow these basic things and by doing this this very very small and simple things you will see you will slowly come out of bodily concept of life does that mean we are not doing austerity does that mean we are not doing any meditation does that mean we are not are uh, doing any spiritual activity no or does that mean it is uh, there is no reference for it it is a reference you will read bhagavatam first and you will find vasudeva param gyanam vasudeva param matha vasudeva para tapa that means to understand vasudeva is a param tapa param means supreme so param param tapa that means the supreme austerity in this age of kaliyuga is to understand vasudeva vasudeva param gyanam there is no Uh, greater knowledge about other than understanding of vasudeva there is no other greater meditation than meditation on vasudeva so it is mentioned that everything supreme actually belongs to vasudeva so supreme austerity also is about for vasudeva so when we chant hare krishna mantra it is not simply a material activity mundane activity it looks like that just like as today morning we were hearing lecture prabhupad was saying very nicely that is no difference between this house and the house which is next to us materially speaking everything is same this house is also made of bricks and cement and everything other other house is also made of this same stuff but what is the difference the difference is in this house krishna is center so that's why this is a temple and this next house krishna is not the center sense gratification is the center that means that is not a temple so same activity now people must be singing very very many many songs every day no these days many many songs are coming every day we hear new songs like that and they are very fond of hearing many songs so krishna is saying instead of hearing these songs we hear hari krishna mantra and this mantra is so nice that if a person gets attached to it he will not even automatically sing throughout the day and we have seen many boys they do like that so when simply we have to change our care of right now we are care of maya the bhava what we have is of maya ultimately we are totally engaged in sense gratification we have on the only understanding what we have material this sense gratification how can i think of myself how can i think care take care of myself or some extended self of mine so same thing what we are giving to this material world attention let us give this thing to krishna and by giving to krishna what happens krishna says in bhagavad gita if you become conscious of me you will come out of all the obstacles of material life by my grace this krishna's promise if you become conscious of me you will come out of all the problems of this material life by my grace so we have to become conscious of krishna that's what krishna's appeal is man mana bhagavat patto majaji mam namaskar not very difficult prabhupada says bhakti yoga is very easy even a child can do what is the difficulty what is bhakti yoga krishna said man mana bhagavat patto majaji mam namaskar that means you think of me a child can think of krishna if you go to temple just see the deity you will definitely think of krishna 
मन बना भगवत भक्तो बिकम माई डिवोटी मत जियाजी वर्शिप मी चाइल्ड कैन वर्शिप कृष्णा माम नमस्कुर Child can dance in Bhagavad Kirtan, and these we actually see in Kirtan many children they dance very nicely. They are actually performing bhakti yoga at that time, although they are not aware of this thing. So anybody can perform bhakti yoga. That is a speciality of bhakti yoga. That's why this is recommended for this kind of yoga. Any other yoga process you cannot do. Not everyone can do, but bhakti yoga anybody can perform. Anybody without any pre-qualification. And Krishna is such that he accepts everyone's service. so he never says that i like this you if you offer this thing to me i will be happy definitely whatever capacity we should try to offer very very nicely but krishna is happy even patram pushpam palam toyam also if you can offer that also he will be happy provided you are offering with proper genuine emotion and bhava so that is important so simply we need not to do anything but whatever situation we are in just try to introduce krishna in our life and the introduction of krishna means we have to chant hari krishna we have to read about krishna we have to uh, hear about krishna we have to perform devotional service whatever is possible and by slowly following this process you will see this tapo divyam putra kayena shuddha sattva brahma sokyam tanandam will come a reality for us right now it's not a reality but as i told at the beginning very very important thing that this knowledge the process of krishna consciousness is faith and revelation we put faith we follow the process and then slowly knowledge will be revealed to us like brahma he heard tap tapasya he did tapasya and by after doing tapasya for many many years tene brahma yada adhikavaye the knowledge was revealed within his heart by lord vishnu similarly when we follow bhakti yoga by the mercy of spiritual master we uh, get understanding of this knowledge and we follow it nicely and we followed genuinely the spiritual master sees the disciple is sincerely engaged in service without having any personal reservation then spiritual master blesses a person for this with this understanding genuine understanding of spiritual knowledge that's why he can progress so either it can be brahma or can be ant in this material world prabhupada says both are same because both are confused ant is also confused and brahma is also confused till the time he gets mercy of krishna so depends if a person wants to become very very powerful he can become brahma also so all of us who are chanting if you are chanting with the intention let to become a very powerful person who knows those who are attending session one person can become brahma also <laughs> it is possible if you are chanting with uh, great determination i want to become a very very powerful person because ultimately brahma is the most powerful person in this at least this universe because he is the creator so If somebody wants to become very very powerful to the extent, okay, Krishna, you become powerful person, you handle entire universe, you become a Brahma. But ultimately, you also have to perform tapasya in order to understand. So he is so powerful that even if nobody is uh, have sufficient credit, then Krishna himself become Brahma for this material world. So that's why we are very fortunate also. At the same time, unfortunate also because age of Kaliyuga is very very uh, dangerous. As we discussed, four pillars are. very nicely very easily are getting broken at the same time we are fortunate also because mahaprabhu has come and just can you imagine as we saw in this video whatever we are seeing this material world right now just like i i told you last to last session there was one person i think you also would have seen he spent some close to 12 lakh 15 lakh rupees so that he can look like a dog and he has uh, made a costume for himself and exactly is looking like a dog 
and he's posting his pictures on his twitter and every places he has a youtube channel also and he's posting himself that how i become a dog so how how says although we are acting like dog but now a person actually trying to become a dog also so this is a civilization we are in very horrible civilization so that's why let us not become a dog <laughs> let us try to remain a human being and follow this process nicely and ultimately in this life only Prabhupada said do not take any chance do not take any chance although Prabhupada says when a person chants Hare Krishna mantra his next life human life is sure but this material maya is so contempt so much powerful even though person after taking birth as a human being again he can fall down so let us not take chance one life we have got this one life let us depend surrender to Krishna fully and go back to God so that even though not, not, we may not go back to God, ultimately, wherever we are, let us, let us serve Krishna. In that condition, we should be. There is a real, real uh, benefit of human form of life. Brahma Sakyam Tonantana. Process is very easy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has told Kirtanya Sadahari. So that is the process. We have to always chant. We have to develop our taste for Krishna. Or how to, uh, how to purchase Krishna. It is mentioned. By Rupa Goswami, as we discussed in our last session about Rupa Goswami, who has written actor of instruction, actor of devotion, the principle of Yukta Vairagya, what he has given. So he says, Krishna Bhakti Rasabhavita Matihi Kriyatam Yati Kutobhilabhyate Tatra Lollam Api Ekalam Mulyam Janma Koti Sukritena Labhyate. Very, very nice verse. So what Prabhupada writes, that Krishna Bhakti Rasabhavita Bhavana Mati, that means this Krishna Bhakti Bhavana that always we are conscious of Krishna, Krishna consciousness from this Krishna Bhakti, Prabhupada says this word I have derived from this, this verse only. So in Hindi, Krishna consciousness means Krishna Bhavana. This word in English translated as Krishna consciousness. So Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavana Mati, that means this conscious of Krishna and the person should always become Krishna conscious. Rasa Bhavana Mati, Kriyatam Yati Kutobhilabhyate, please purchase it. Please purchase this Krishna consciousness wherever you got, you get. So what is the price if I want to purchase? Yes. So it is mentioned. Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavana Matihi Kriyatam Yapi Kuto Bilabhate Tatta Lollyam Api Ekalam Mulyam. The price to understand this thing is to get this Krishna Bhavana is Lollyam. That means eagerness. Eagerness to understand Krishna. So can we get this eagerness very easily? No. That means many, many life spice activity also. We cannot get this lolyam for Krishna. So it is not easy to get, uh, get this desire, lolyam, to understand God. It we can understand only by mercy of spiritual master. Yes, if somehow please spiritual master, then Krishna spiritual master will bless us with this, all this bhavna and everything. So a disciple's spiritual advancement more or less depends on the mercy of spiritual master. That we should understand. So for pleasure of spiritual master, the disciple should be actually is ready to give his life also. So that is how. But nevertheless, we have to follow the instruction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of Kirtanya Sadhari. So Kirtanya Sadhari means chant Hare Krishna Mantra always. Whether you sing with instruments or you, you do lively chanting, there is no difference. Everything is same. So let us follow the process of 